give yourself the compassion to just do the next right thing and trust that it's going to lead you down a path to where you're meant to be. Hi, friend. Welcome to Gather and Growth, a show created for passionate, growth-focused, rural women like you. From mindset work and building strong habits to exploring the unique joys and challenges of living rural, this is a show to leave you feeling joyful, inspired, and a little less alone. Together, we're on a journey of reaching for the most confident, healthy, and authentic version of ourselves, and I'm forever grateful to have you by my side. Whether you're currently running on a back road, shuffling kids to town, hopping along for a tractor ride, or three loads deep into folding laundry, grab yourself a nice coffee and let's dive in. Welcome back to Gather in Growth. A few weeks ago, I had the honor of being interviewed by Mindy Duff for the Up Level Your Life podcast. Pretty sure she and I had originally connected through a Facebook group, and I honestly didn't totally know what to expect for our conversation. However, I feel like it was one of those divine moments where I was totally in flow and just really loved our conversation. In fact, I immediately called Jill, my podcast manager, and said, I'm not sure what just came out of my mouth, but I feel like we need to reach out and see if we can use the audio for Gather and Growth. Thankfully, Mindy graciously agreed to share the interview with us so that we could bring it to you today. On a show where I'm usually the one doing the interviewing, I hope you'll appreciate hearing about my corner of the world from a slightly different perspective. Oh, and subtle nudge that pre-sale signups are currently live for our upcoming Ascend Retreat for Rural Women that will be held March 16th through 19th in good old Branson, Missouri. Your biggest request that it was drivable in the Midwest, and I found the perfect house for us. So if you haven't already, be sure to tap the link in our show notes to reserve your spot. Again, thank you so much, Mindy, for not only asking me to be a guest on Up Level Your Life, but also allowing us to share this interview in such a special way with our community. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back to Up Level Your Life with Mindy. I am your host, Mindy Duff. And today I have a fun guest with me. We, I have Emily Russell here, and we are going to talk about just all kinds of things. I'm excited for this conversation. I have never met Emily in person, but I tell you what, the energy that comes off of a written word from this woman is just, just impactful. So i um, very excited for this conversation today, Emily. Uh, before we get going, I would love it if you in your own words could tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what it is you do, who you help. Hit it. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my gosh. First of all, thank you so much for having me. And what a compliment. Like, energy from my written word. That's like my love language. Totally (laughs) true. I love that so much. My name is Emily Russell. Um, I am out here in the middle of nowhere, West Central Illinois, which um, is part of my story that really led me to the work that I'm doing today. Um, I live on my husband's family farm. We grow corn, soybeans, a whole host of cover crops and really two farm kids <laughs> at this point. Professionally, I started my career as an elementary school teacher with a heart of service, just knowing I wanted to make a, a difference in the world. I wanted to help people. I wanted to impact their lives. And that really carried through with me after five years in the classroom at our local YMCA as a program director. And in that role, I 
had the opportunity to grow leaps and bounds outside of what I ever imagined being possible for my life. And it really opened up to the door to the next season, which is what I'm currently in. So for the past year and some change, I have been serving a community of rural women who are just reaching for the best version of themselves in whatever that looks like for them personally and professionally. So I have a podcast called Gather and Growth that is all about personal growth for rural women. I host masterminds and retreats to really help these women in the small towns and the farming communities that I love go from unsettled to unstoppable, get clear on their dreams and vision for their life and fully confidently step into it. I love that so much. And I don't know, um, you know, when we think about women out there and entrepreneurs and living your best life and dreaming big dreams, I think that so often we think of like big city women that are going to go make it on their own in the, you know, whatever, in the corporate world or whatever. Um, but, and I think that we don't think about the rural women as much. And Emily, I don't think you even know this, but I too am in a rural part of the Midwest. I'm in Iowa. So when I saw you were okay. Illinois, I was like, oh, we're neighbors, kind of. There we go. We <laughs> but in the Midwest, I know it. <laughs> so now we have to have this conversation really quick because we're both from small town Midwest. So does your town have a stoplight? No. Mine doesn't either. Okay, so now we have to keep I think it's like 25 minutes to the closest town with a stoplight. If I'm like, I'm like going through like a mental map in my brain. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is the hallmark. It's either that yeah. or like how many kids are in the graduating class of your local high yep. school. We have all yep. these like weird benchmarks of like street cred when it comes to stuff. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Yeah. So I think we're in very similar, similar sized yeah. locations. So that's super fun. And again, I love that you are focusing on supporting those rural women that maybe don't have the resources like we think of in bigger cities. So that's super, super cool. I think that brings up a really good point, which is really the, the heartbeat of my work is so many of us were fed this narrative that in order to do something extraordinary with our life, we did have to leave these small towns that we love and go to Mm -hmm. the city. And, and I'm just starting to really magnetize women from these pockets of across North America who are involved in agriculture or ranching or grew up in that background or who just love their small town life, but just see this vision for their life outside of of what they've always known. And so I think there's this wave of women from rural communities who are just starting to be like, wait, I don't have to choose between these big city dreams and like this life that I love. Like I can build whatever I want to right here. And I just, yeah, it is. It is. And thank God for the technology nowadays, Mm -hmm. all the things that make it a little more easy for us to do that and to find each other and and support one another in different ways. So I have a whole bunch of things that I want to talk about with you, but to start with, I wanted to focus on clarity because I know um, in your work, you talk about building strong habits um, so we can reach our goals. And we're going to talk more about habits in a little bit. But before you can do really anything, we need to get some clarity. So let's talk about the importance of getting clear on what you want and then how to do that, how to get that clarity. Yeah. One thing that I see is so often we feel unclear or unsettled because we are living out someone's expectations or our perception of their expectations. 
you know, whether it's coming from our family or just like the social norm around us or people we see on the internet or whatever it may be, it's like we are constantly ascribing what we want for our life, whether it's in habits or in business or in career or in family to all of these external forces telling us what it should look like. And so one thing that I talk about a lot is just like, what do you actually want? And that feels so confusing because we have all these mixed messages. And, and I think as multi-passionate women, we know we can go so many different directions. We, we know that so many things are possible, but it's like repeatingly asking yourself, like, what do you actually want? What do you actually want your life to look like? What do you want a random Tuesday in November to look like? And that forces us to let go of this like copy and paste. Well, even just in terms of habits, like that worked really well for her. So I'm going to do that because I want to be like her or um, my mom says I should do this. So I'm going to do that. But I still don't feel happy. So it's like continuously having the courage to ask ourselves, what do I actually want and let go of um, the habits or responsibilities or expectations that are no longer serving us? even if they worked really well for us in the past, but like, what do I actually want the rest of my life to look like? Yeah, I think that's so important. And you just touched on a lot of, lot of key points there. Other, other people or the media, just society in general saying, oh, this is what a happy life would look like. Mm -hmm. And it's not like a, a conscious thing. It's just the things that we're feeding ourselves when we're scrolling on Facebook or whatever, you know, it's just all that subliminal message that we kind of soak in that says, oh, to have a happy life, I need to have X, Y, Z. And then you just kind of internalize that. So yeah, that's super important to do. Can you, can you give us a little bit, um, give a few tips or some suggestions on how to do that. So let's say I'm, you know, random gal out in the cornfields and I want some, want some clarity in my life, but I'm listening and I'm going, oh my gosh, you're right. I don't know what I want. How do I figure it out? Yeah, that's an amazing, incredible question. And it's truly a process in itself because I do think we put a lot of weight on ourselves to figure things out immediately. Like we're so, we love instant gratification. We love, we love knowing the problem and having the answer. But yeah. I actually um, have created a workshop called Growing Into Your Dreams. Um, I think it's like episode seven or so of my podcast if anyone wants to take a deeper dive. But we start with just this really wide net vision casting of like, wouldn't it be cool if, wouldn't it be cool if, because I think sometimes we're constrained by what we can see in our everyday reality. So just giving ourselves the space, like no, like financial, no responsibility, no limits of education or whatsoever, just brain dumping. Wouldn't it be cool if, and just re-asking re ourselves over and over again until we can't anymore. And then I prompt to kind of think about that dream life, so to speak, in a couple of different categories that might be outside of what we would already already do. And then from there, just narrowing it down, like gut reaction, like what are those top 10 priorities? Because so often we, we look at this like mountain of things, like wouldn't it be cool if my dream life, and then it feels like insufferably impossible because there's just too many things we don't have anywhere where to start. So whether that number is 10 or 5 or 20, just kind of narrowing that down and then just continuing the process of like, okay, what do I actually, what's the next right thing? What's, what's that next step look like? And just, you know, along that process, asking yourself like, why do I want that? Or like, 
Where did that come from? Or I think even just asking yourself over and over again, what do I actually want? Or yeah. what do I not want? Sometimes yes. it's helpful too. We get so caught up in like choosing the right thing that sometimes it's helpful to just think about like, what do I not want as part of my life? What is yeah. no longer serving me? Or what do I not envision being part of my future? And just like kind of shedding that can also um, be another way to get clarity. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's easier too mm-hmm. to know what you don't want because sometimes it's so, so big and so overwhelming. It's like, like asking somebody where they want to go out to eat, you know, yes. well, I don't know. <laughs> that's sure. me always because I'm like, well, I could be happy with a lot of different places. Then it's right. the person says, okay, then Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, no, 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 no. Definitely not. <laughs> I definitely don't want that. Like, okay, well then let's, you know, process of elimination. But sometimes I think that is helpful um, to start with that. And I think you had another good point of just asking yourself why all the time. That's such a good question just universally all the time with what we're doing. If you really want to be living a, a mindful life and an authentic mm-hmm. life, asking yourself, why? Yeah. Why do I want this? Why do I like this? Mm-hmm. And over and over again, um, there's there's a fancy phrase for it that someone actually told me over the weekend. I can't remember. But there's a lot of power in asking yourself the same question multiple times in a row because we, we see this very surface level answer. And then it's like yeah. you go one step deeper and then one step deeper and then one step deeper and then one step deeper. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I didn't even know that that was deep within me. It's like buried in the depths of our subconscious. And yes. So, yeah. I think that that can be incredibly helpful. Yeah, I think I think so too. So for anyone that's listening, you'll have to give give that a shot. Just ask yourself why all day long and then see <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, and I think that that can, you know, that can feel really overwhelming. And so I just want to to extend a little bit of grace of like you don't have to have it all figured out right now. There is absolutely no way on planet Earth I could have imagined I'm doing the work I'm doing now. Like Give yourself the compassion to just do the next right thing and trust that it's going to lead you down a path to where you're meant to be. Yeah, yes, that's really, really good point again. um, And I think it's worth noting also now that you say that, that you're never going to get there. We're never going to get to that, the top of that mountain where we go, Oh, I've made it. Everything, all of my relationships are happy and supportive and successful. I have more money than I can shake a stick at. I, you know, I'm living, I wake up in just complete bliss all the time. That's not going to happen. I don't think personal belief, I don't think that's why we're on the planet. That doesn't mean that every day is also going to be miserable either, but you're constantly going to be thrown contrast is just going to be hitting in your face all the time to help you know what you want, what you don't want, and it's going to change. So I think that's, that's really worth noting as well. So yes, definitely give yourself grace as you move along, along this process. Now you touched on this a little bit, but I'm curious. So, okay, we have somebody that's decided, okay, I've, I've asked myself why I've gotten pretty clear on what I want, but still, there are other people in my life that have certain expectations of me that are kind of getting in the way. How do I deal with that? Mm, gosh, that's a million dollar question. And I think, uh, first of all, you have to identify like where that person fits into your bubble. Um, because if it's, I, I think in small towns, a lot of times we really deeply internalize the opinions of the people like in our community, like our neighbors. Yes. And while there is so much goodness and value in being part of a small town community, a lot of times we let that perceived um, opinion 
whether it's real or imagined, hold us captive to our circumstance. And so it comes with a little bit of audacity and bravery to recognize like, oh, actually, I'm this is so important to me. I'm so rooted in my why and why I'm doing this that I'm not going to let these external forces penetrate that. Because so often, like a lot of that is rooted in fear if people are having something to say about it. Um, and truthfully, sometimes people talk regardless of what you're doing. So you may as well do what yep. you like. <laughs> now, I think where it gets in more complicated is the closer it gets to us when it's it's in our friend group or in our immediate family or even within our relationships. So it's definitely a balancing act of, of navigating what that looks like. But I think there is a lot to be said for getting really clear on why you want to do something and articulating that with confidence and bringing your people along that journey with you. Like, I hear your concern. Um, here's why I'm doing this. Here's why it's important to me. I would really love for you to support me in this journey. Like, it would mean a lot for our relationship. Um, because oftentimes when people are speaking doubt into us, it's feeding directly into an insecurity we, feed, we feel within ourselves. So the more grounded we can be in the choices that we're making, the easier it is for us to confidently articulate that to the people around us. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. And I think a lot of times people, if they're close to you and they're saying, well, what about this or what about that? And you didn't think about this. A lot of the times, I mean, we take that, like you say, it feeds that negative internal, like, oh, gosh, Mm -hmm. you know, part inside of us. But I think they're saying it generally out of care and concern for you, you know, so it's, you know, trying to take it as a, not them saying that you're wrong or you Mm -hmm. shouldn't do this, but they're wanting, you know, if it's somebody close to you, they probably love you and want to see you not get hurt or not make, you know, some, some big decision, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. So I think you're right. Like being grounded and centered in why you want to do it is Mm -hmm. so, so important there. Yeah. And a lot of that comes from like, they want to keep us safe, right? And safe is what we know. And when we step outside our comfort zone, not only does that instill a a level of like insecurity and what that means for us, but for them, it may, whether they recognize it or not, shine a light on the changes that they wish that they could make and seeing you step outside your comfort zone really does bring out a lot for them personally on whether or not they're willing to do the same in their own way. So uh, a lot of compassion, (laughs) a lot of conversations, and a lot of, like I said, being so grounded in your why, whether it's a health journey or a new business or starting to share on social media or whatever it may be. um, It's just, yeah, being being confident in what you're doing or at least (laughs) trying to be. And, yes. And taking the baby steps forward, because I've also found it to be true that when you do it, when you start taking the steps, when you start drowning out those voices of negativity, all of a sudden, whether it's three months or six months or a year down the line, those same people are wait, like, wait, how did you do that? Like, tell me how. Like, I can't yes. believe it. Like, I'm so proud of you. So it's kind of that just initial like getting getting your bearing straight and, and stepping into it. Yes, such good points. Yes. And again, the 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 opinions are the ones of the, that matter should be just the ones that are closest to you. Um you touched on this a little bit, especially small towns. Yes. There people talk, people are going to talk about you 
one way or the other. So you might as well just let those things go. I saw something on social media. Oh, it's been maybe a month or two ago. And it was a radio station that had posted the question, what's something that you judge other people for? Like something silly that like you probably, you know, I, I know I'm being judgmental, but I just can't can't stop but help but judge you know people too with their mouth open or something like that and oh my gosh the responses were plentiful and ridiculous and in that moment I was like why on earth would I ever care what anybody else thinks again aside from the people very very closest to me when we're all on this social media post admitting that I judge people and I know it's ridiculous to judge. Like people were saying, this is the most ridiculous thing to judge anyone on and I do it anyway. So yes, the the term you do, you, you, you comes in there. So (laughs) that's where, where I think it can be really powerful to intentionally seek out community that values the thing you're hoping to grow into. Yes. Um, It's why things like CrossFit gyms are so successful because you literally insert yourself into this group of people that hold value to the thing that you are looking to achieve. It's why like women are drawn to my masterminds and my retreats. It's just like, knowing that they're putting themselves in a group of people, a group of rural women who understand what their life is like, but can see that vision outside of what they know, whether it's starting a business or sharing online or, or whatever it may be. And so I also challenge your listeners, if there's something that they're looking to grow or up level as part of their life is whether online or in person, get connected to people who are a couple steps ahead of you, who see where you're going and who are willing to just embrace you with love and support as you find that confidence in yourself. Yeah, such such a great point. Just to go find your people um, mm-hmm. or shine your light and your people will find you, right? So true. Makes it so much, so much easier to keep going. So Emily, you have a little something that I, I found on the interwebs here. Um, I, it was hashtag you do you 82. And I want you to give us all of the details on it because it looks very interesting. I know everyone listening, you can get on Instagram and you can search up hashtag you do you 82. You'll find all these people that have completed this challenge Emily has set forth. Tell me all about it because I think I want to do it. Oh, well, come on board. <laughs> um, you do you 82 is a personalized habit challenge where participants being you, uh, choose six habits to intentionally build or break for 82 days through the lens of progress over perfection. And this was really born from the fact that I wanted something that could keep the community that I was serving accountable to habits that made us feel our best physically, mentally, and emotionally. But I recognized that everyone's lives were so different. And inclusivity is one of my core values. And I just could not bear to like put together something that I knew wasn't going to work for a stay-at-home mom or that was going to exclude someone that was in a different season of their life. And so I really just wanted something where we could walk through this journey together, be on a common like-minded goal of building just really intentional, healthy lives that we love. But everyone had the freedom to take that whatever direction they needed, which is a challenge in of itself is to turn around and ask yourself, what do I actually need? What do I actually want my life to look like? And how do I meet myself where I'm at to get to where I want to go? This isn't a copy and paste like 
here are the five daily habits that are totally going to change your life. Of course, I can tell you the things that have made a big difference for me, but your life is different than mine and your needs are different than mine. So my challenge really encourages you to, like I said, meet yourself where you're at, get very reflective on what's actually going to make an impact for you. And then commit to those habits for 82 days, like I said, through the lens of progress over perfection. A habit challenge in itself is not unique. There's, you could go on the internet, there's a million and a half, but so many of them are like, do these six habits for this amount of time. And if you mess up one thing, you fail, you go back to the beginning, blah, blah, blah. And while, okay, that has a time and a place, it builds this level of like hardcore accountability. Oftentimes, the second someone finishes that, they immediately revert back to where they were in the beginning, if not even worse, because the things they were doing were completely unsustainable and didn't actually make sense for what they needed in their life. So in our community, we really value the mindset of picking yourself back up and trying again. Life happens. Like, I'm a mom. My kids get sick. We're in the thick of harvest. Whatever it may be. There's something that throws you off and it is not, hey, game over, you failed. It's okay, tomorrow's a new day or this afternoon you can make a different choice. Like every minute of every day is the chance to try again. And that's what actually builds the consistent habits that we can carry with us for the rest of our life because we've learned how to fully integrate them into our everyday reality and bounce back from when something didn't go the way we originally intended. So. Totally free challenge. Anyone can start anytime. You can go to youdoyou82.com and I'll send you like our workbook, habit trackers, all the things. And I did just make a little baby sister to it. I don't know why it took me so long to do this, but uh, I've kind of been going through my own like little bit of a mental health journey over the past month and recognized that 82 days just kind of felt impossible with where I was at about a month ago. And so I created You Do You 32. Exact same concept, but like just for when you either need a jump start or a quick win or 82 days just kind of feels impossible with what you're dealing with right now. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I am excited about this. Oh, 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 happy holidays. Okay, that was lame. But you know what's not lame? Nurturing your physical, mental and emotional health throughout the holiday season. You heard me right. You don't have to wait until January 1st to build habits that make you feel your best. I'm all for setting goals and being intentional, but New Year's resolutions have way too much hype and honestly rarely stick around. In my opinion, it's equally important to nurture your body and spirit during this time of year, which is why I invite you to participate in my personalized habit challenge, You Do You 82, or it's Baby Sister Challenge, You Do You 32. They're both totally free and anyone can start anytime. In each of these challenges, you'll choose six habits to intentionally build or break through the lens of progress over perfection. During a season where you're busy thinking about what to gift everyone else, I invite you to give yourself the gift of health and intentionality in whatever that means for you. Go ahead and check out youdoyou82.com or click the links in today's show notes to get started. I love the idea of progress over perfection. Now, okay, I got to ask you this because 
I actually just took down my habit tracker off. I had it up on my little desk here just the other day that I had set it up in July, I think. I mean, I with the best of intentions and then like looked at it for, you know, did it for, I don't know, 12 days, maybe something like that. And then I don't I don't know what happened because that was July and I looked at it like two days ago. I'm like, this can come down because I'm not doing any of these things. So I'm curious for a practical question, if I am filling out this habit tracker, you know, and I don't do it. So you say progress over perfection. And I know when you have those habit trackers, for anybody listening that's not sure what I'm talking about with the habit tracker, it's literally like a grown-up sticker chart. Like you make <laughs> you make up your little your little, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever. And with all the days you do it, you can put a sticker, you can color it in, you can do whatever you want just to indicate that yes, I did it that day. So the tendency for people like me, um, which is kind of good, it's kind of motivating. You want to get those all filled in because it's motivating to be able to check that box. But then when you don't, it's like, oh, I did, I didn't do it. So then you just leave it up on your board for three months and then shame you, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. How do you get past that? Well, it, it, first of all, takes a lot of inner work to be like, okay, I have not done this for two weeks, but we are going to carry on and I'm going to start again today. And that is okay. Because at the end of 82 days, I really challenge our community to not look at all of those empty squares and be like, oh gosh, I failed. I didn't, I didn't measure up. Like, gosh, we're so good at identifying all of the ways we're not enough. But instead, I really speak into, but look at every single day you did. And if it was 10 out of 82 days, is that 10 more times that you would have drank in your water than you would have had you not had a habit tracker? Like that's something to be celebrated. If it's half of the days you did the walk that you said you were going to do every day, great. Were you even walking before? Because that's 41 days you went on a walk that you might not have otherwise. And so it's such an unexpected side effect is that it's really teaching our community what it means to give ourselves grace. And that transcends well beyond a habit challenge from some chick on the internet. That's that ripple effects into the way that we approach parenting or that we show up at work. It's just like learning what it means to set a goal and commit to something and giving ourselves compassion when life happens and instead celebrating all of the times that we won and all of the ways that we are actually killing it, even if it looks different than what we originally expected. I love that. I love that mindset shift of just not looking at, it's not about getting that string of perfect, you know, how many boxes in a row did I get? It's at the very end of whatever you decided your time frame was, 32 days, 82, whatever, looking at it and going, well, how many did I get? Did I get one? Did I get two? Did I get any? <laughs> right? Because like you say, yeah. that is it's more than before you even had the habit yeah. tracker. And you know what? To be honest, before you had a habit tracker, you were carrying guilt about not doing whatever it is you thought you should be doing anyway. So yeah. well, and I mean, I think sometimes when it doesn't seem like we can actually do the things, then it's also an indication. Well, maybe you actually set a habit that's not serving you right now. Yeah. Maybe what you put on there is unrealistic. I've had so many women be like, I recognized that this this habit was just not going to happen the way I thought it would. 
and I needed to scale it back to make it actually doable on a daily basis. And so then it's making you again, be self-reflective. You give yourself a new goal that is actually attainable, and then you can build that habit confidently. And then perhaps in the next 82 days, because I have some that just like, gosh, God love them. They just roll right in one into the other, like they're (laughs) rock stars. Then it's like, okay, well now, because I have mastered this habit, I can now put on my habit tracker the thing that I thought I should do last time that I actually just wasn't ready for. And so it also teaches ourselves to like hold ourselves to a standard that makes sense. And that's not to say like let ourselves slack off or not live into our potential, blah, blah, blah. Like all of those lies we tell ourselves. It's like actually meeting yourself where you're at and doing good for your physical, mental and emotional health. Yes. And I think, again, asking yourself why, again, that why question comes back. So you can look at your string of non-colored in days and say, okay, first of all, why didn't I do that? Mm -hmm. Could I, you know, is it, Mm -hmm. could I have, and I just didn't, um, or is it just not within my realm of capabilities right now? Do I need to scale back on this? And then why was this a goal in the first place? And maybe, you know, asking yourself that question, you might come up with, you know what, maybe this was not even, maybe I just picked it because I wanted to fill in another line on the chart. I don't know. (laughs) I couldn't think of what else to pick, right? Yeah. Well, and exactly. And like, why did you do that? Did you do that because someone else did it and you thought it was a good idea? Like, it's great to draw inspiration from the community and from the people around you. And the cool thing about this challenge is it transcends any part of your life you want it to. Some people, of course, take it pretty health focused. Um, from like a physical, like the things that they're eating or their water intake or their movement. But I have some who really tailor it towards their business or nurturing relationships with the people that they love or taking time with a devotional or some other like meditation practice or a little bit of everything. So it's like looking at your life from this really holistic point of view and recognizing what are those areas that you want to be held accountable to. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And just meeting yourself where you're at so that you can can grow into what you what you see yourself as in the future. Mm-hmm. So, wow, what a great little I don't know, little pro- I'm going to call it a project. What a great little project everybody can do at home, can work on themselves. Um I'm excited to try that one. Boy, every time I got to stop doing these podcasts, every time I interview somebody, I'm like, I'm going to try that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to have a list. That's going to be my habit tracker is all the things from all the people I've interviewed like, okay, Emily suggested this and somebody yeah, else suggested. Yeah. That just means you're drawing in really cool people and that's a huge yes. to you. So Yeah, I, I tell you what, I've been so blessed with all the guests that I've had so far in this show. So Emily, before I let you go, I am curious because I know you have a million and ten different tips and suggestions and tricks for kind of, you know, helping people level up and pursue their dreams. What do you think is the number one trick? for people that are pursuing big dreams, but maybe they feel kind of stuck or frustrated. Mm. I know at the beginning of pursuing a dream, whether, I mean, it could even be, I want to lose weight or, you know, it doesn't have to be, I'm going to start this brand new business. It could be something, um, Mm -hmm. a smaller thing, but at at the beginning, I feel like we get really excited Mm -hmm. and we have a lot of motivation and then roadblocks happen Mm -hmm. and we get to feel stuck. We don't know what the next step is. Mm -hmm. What do we do? Help us. Yeah, Tell us now. <laughs> I, I think that's I think that's a brilliant question. Um, because you're right. We do fully step into something with so much excitement and then somewhere down the line it just 
it feels you feel stuck or you feel frustrated and i think that that's the point where you say is this still what i want is this still aligned or am i doing this in the way that makes sense for me in this season i think a lot of times we build towards the dream um like for me going being a teacher like that was i was living the dream and i loved it so much i thought but i just had this gnawing that was like this isn't right anymore and yeah. that comes with like a level of mourning. Like I have worked so freaking hard for this. Like everything's great on paper. I'm good at this. I thought I was going to do this for the rest of my life, but it doesn't feel right. And I think yep. that means that there's there's something else meant to be explored. And not to say it needs to be a total 180, like leaving your teaching job for a, another job that you inevitably leave for the next thing. But um, but maybe there are tweaks in the approach. Um, maybe the the habits or the routines or the the intentions behind what you're working towards you've grown out of and you need a, a different way to do it or um, a different spin or, or whatever that looks like and I think that again goes back to like what do I actually want what do I want this to look like what is serving me and and what am I growing into because the reality is as you grow as you up level your needs change. What's, what's it like the new levels, new devils? Um, yes. It's like, yes. all right, you, you might be living the dream that was your dream 25 steps ago, but what does this look like now? Like what, what can you do to get deeper in alignment with what's makes sense for you in this season? Yeah. Yeah. Again, just being reflective. And I think that I think when we we say things like that, oh, you just need to ask yourself why. You just need to be more reflective or whatever. It's like, okay, well, I just wanted to like take a magic pill and then, you know. That was like not an answer to your question. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's the best answer, to be honest, because nobody, nobody knows where you are or what you're exactly are frustrated with, but you. I mean, nobody really can feel that. You can explain it and say, I'm frustrated with this. I'm going through this right now. But nobody really knows the right answer except for you. So going inward and asking yourself all those questions and journaling and meditating, whatever it is that you need to do to get some clarity. I think a lot of times we want to reach out and and somebody tell me what to do. Somebody, I just want the answers. And that has its place. Um, I will always work with a coach because, you know, sometimes you just need somebody to ask the right question. Sometimes you can't quite see the forest through the trees, but even still, nobody really knows but you. So yeah, I think it's a great, a great (laughs) non-answer. I was going to say my other advice is like, find someone who gets where you're coming from and just talk it out because 15 minutes with the right person can like put an end to so much frustration. Like I can think about the same thing for five weeks in my head and I've, like I said, 15 minutes with the right person. I'm like, oh, yeah, because a lot of times that frustration is coming from something underlying that's like manifesting yep. as something else. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times we spin on stuff in our brains and mm-hmm. it's like a little hamster wheel just spinning, spinning. It's not going to go anywhere, but mm-hmm. it takes sometimes somebody else to help pull you out of your head and kind of down into more into your heart space. And you're, you know, what are you actually feeling? about this Mm -hmm. and that's that's not always easy to do on your own but it is possible um but yeah more reflection and asking why yes all the inner work all of it all of it i hope you enjoyed that as much as i did thank you again mindy it is always such an honor to be asked to guest interview on other podcasts 
So if you think I'd be a great fit for one of your favorite shows, you have my full permission to pass along my name to the host. It is seriously so fun. But before we go, I want to remind you of episode 19 that released last month, all about reframing what it means to enjoy the holiday season. If you're anything like me, you're getting ready to travel across Timbuktu and attend holiday gatherings left and right. The response from this episode has been so overwhelmingly positive. If you haven't already listened, be sure to check it out. My hope is that this helps eliminate some of the drama and stress over the next few weeks as you navigate family, travel, habits, health, traditions, and so much more. Can't wait to hear what you think. Until next time, I love you so much and I'm forever grateful for you. Have I told you today how much I appreciate you? I'd like to imagine this was a meaningful backyard patio kind of chat between friends sipping LaCroix at sunset. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a screenshot to share or forward this episode to a friend. You can also find me at Emily Rushel over on social to continue the conversation. It's truly a joy to hear what tidbits and takeaways made an impact on your day. As always, all links and resources mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes listed below or over at emilyrushell.com. Special thanks to my podcast manager, Jill Carr, for the time and love she puts into producing gathering growth for this community. What a blessing it is to be on this personal growth journey together. Forever grateful for you.